Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. And I'm your host, Jonathan Siegley, here with EJ Wilson. And EJ, to start this one off, wanted to just get your thoughts on the defense again. The game against Virginia, personally, I thought the defense played basically their hearts out. I mean, there's not much you can do when you're on the field for 40 minutes out of a 60-minute game. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think it kind of bounces back to what we were talking about in our last podcast about really finding a reason and a purpose to play. And then from the looks of everything I saw Saturday, it looks like those guys played with a purpose. I mean, uh, our offense turned the ball over three times. We held them to field goals most of those times. They scored 20 points from three field goals. So I was very impressed with our defense. I've been very – I feel like since the Duke game, they've really been getting consistently better. And, I mean, it's hard to really – yeah, when you, when you look at the yards and you look at some, most of the numbers, it's not going to look good. But you got to think about it. As we were just discussing, they were on the field for 40 of the 60 minutes. So, I mean, 20 points after your offense yielding three turnovers and been on the field that long, I think that's a very impressive game. And I'm I'm really proud of what I'm seeing on the, on the field from those guys. And I think that it really – uh, our first podcast that we did kind of came off as brash and harsh, but I think that now you can really, if you look at the defenses out there now, you look at the defense that we had saw before we did that podcast, I think the feelings were the same. I think that those feelings were very, were very logical feelings to feel like that they weren't out there playing their hardest because we see now that they have less numbers, but they're playing better. And that the only thing that can be, that can explain that is passion and purpose. And yeah, I thought that the defense was also a very aggressive on Virginia. And I think that shows, given that the team had four sacks, seven tackles for loss, I've just noticed that in general, the defense under Papuchis for Carolina seems to be a little bit more intent on making that aggressive type play. And they did get burned a couple times against Virginia. Granted, that running play should have been called back due to what I thought was a blatant hold, but Mm-hmm. You know, hey, if the if the refs don't throw the flag, then they don't throw the flag. But you know, getting those sacks and tackles for loss, that's a positive that the defense can definitely build on moving forward. It's a big time positive because that that shows that they're they're playing on the opponent's side of the ball. And when we start talking about sacks, I really want to shout out to Mon Fox. Uh, I know I said in a, in a conversation off the air last week, I was talking about how he's really impressing me and he flashes. This this kid has serious talent, and I think that he's going to be the best defensive end in the ACC, and I think he has a chance to be one of the best defenses, defensive ends in the country if he keeps working hard and developing like he is and just a whole – the defense as a whole, you see them out there, they do make, uh, they do go for the aggressive plays more, and I think it pays off. I think that we have a lot more talent on that side of the ball than I, I thought we did anyway, just seeing some of these guys step up. But I think the aggressiveness is going to pay off because not now you already have the, 
the guys who are the normal starters who bought into this system. Now you have all these guys who I think some of them will eventually become starters will compete for starting job next year. They're, they're already going to have this attitude and then they're going to know the level of aggressiveness, the level of discipline it takes to play in that style of defense. And I think that it's going to be good next year. It's going to be, like I said, it's, it's getting better towards the end of this year. It's going to be better next year. And I think that once some of these younger guys really see it done and they're getting this experience, I think that, it may not be a good season this year, but I think we're laying a very solid foundation to have a good team for years, years to come. Yeah, and for the the listeners who have not seen the, the box score yet, yeah, Tom and Fox had two sacks, one forced fumble, so he is definitely playing really well right now at a super high level. And to kind of turn back the clock a little bit, EJ, <laughs> Carolina's playing Virginia Tech this Saturday. Virginia Tech's favored by over 20 points last time I saw but Carolina has pulled off some upsets in Virginia Tech, and you were part of one of those back in 2009. And I'm going to get your thoughts on that just here in a second. But I will first wanted to say in that team, Virginia Tech was ranked, and they were favored from what I've seen by 16 and a half. So not quite what the team is facing this Saturday, but the odds makers at least gave Carolina a very slim chance to go up there and win in Blacksburg, but you guys pulled it off. What's your most vivid memory from that 2009 game? Man, so many. I think that was a special night for me because that was, that was the day after my birthday, and it was the last chance that I would have to actually beat a school, ACC school from my home state. So, it was, I mean, this was, was a lot of emotion. The, my most vivid memory will probably be the play where we forced the fumble and kind of sealed the deal for the game. That that play always sticks out in my head. When I see it on TV or uh, somebody starts talking about it, I can visualize everything on that play from the snap until uh, we realizing we had the ball. So, that's definitely my most memorable moment. Second one was obviously be the game winning field goal. And it was just a great feeling to be able to my last time playing in my home state to be able to come out with victory and the way we kind of banded together. And as we were just talking about, as a surprise to me, I didn't know we were that much of an underdog going into that game. I mean, because it didn't really feel like it. I mean, it didn't, we didn't care that we were playing in Blacksburg on Thursday night where they're supposedly unbeatable. We we really didn't care. We knew what we had to do. We knew the type of team that we had. And I think that with some of the struggles, kind of slight struggles that Virginia Tech has had on offense, I think our defense can kind of expose that. And I think that'll give us a chance to win. So if, if we can play, if we play ball and like we know how to play ball and our offense can take care of the ball and, and be the explosive offense that we know we can, even though we're limited by injuries, we still have a lot of talent out there. I think that we, I, I think we have a shot to win this game. I'm not counting us out of that. I don't really care what the spread was. Never been a big believer in any of that. But I think if we go in and play our brand of football, I think we can come out with the W. I'm, I still have all the faith in our team. You touched on briefly that when you guys went up there, the team didn't think that they were that big of an, of an underdog. So what was the mentality that you guys had, I guess, what, taking a bus up to Blacksburg? Do they bus you guys or fly you guys up there? Oh, we bust up. We bust okay. up. And it's, it's, it's weird. I didn't realize it was that close. <laughs> yeah, it's only a couple hours from Chapel Hill. But so, like, what was the mentality of you guys going through the week and preparing to play a top 25 ranked Virginia Tech team on the road? We felt like that's what we were supposed to be. Coach Davis told us so much that you guys can play with anybody in the in the country because of the talent we had, and we just felt like we were supposed to be there. We were supposed to be playing these big-time games on Thursday night. We were supposed to be playing against ranked opponents, and we were supposed to 
we're supposed to be favored to win some of those games and we weren't. So we felt like we had, we went up there with a point to prove. We kind of let a couple slip away when playing Virginia tech in previous years. And we kind of felt like we owed them one and we made it our point to go up there. And we knew that it was going to be a tough game. We knew it was going to be physical. So the mentality was, was to go up there and just to out physical them to be disciplined, be more physical than them and just win the game at the line of scrimmage. And I think we were very motivated to do that. So in the mindset, when you never step inside of that stadium, it has to be, it's going to be, a hard day's work no matter what style of ball they're playing no matter who's the coach there whether it's beamer ball or whether it's the new coach it doesn't matter you have to bring you, you have to bring your work ethic you have to bring your hard head you have to be be ready to play because it's going to be a tough environment no matter what yeah and carolina should have a chip on their shoulder from the game last season at least oh, i would yeah. think so because i mean that one you're playing in a monsoon and it is what it is at that point you know but We've got some guys that were a part of that game last season. Not too many left at this point, but <laughs> there are still some. So do you think that that's something that the team could use as maybe some extra motivation is just that there's almost that semi-rivalry that's formed with Virginia Tech on top of knowing that last season they did not get Carolina's best shot? I think for this group of guys, I think the approach should be to let them know that they're here. Because like you said, it's not the same group of guys that was out there last year. So those guys, they yeah, they may have saw that, but they didn't really feel that pain of, of really of losing that game. So I think the attitude that they should really take is, hey, we're here. We're, we're going to be the guys. We're the future of this program. It doesn't matter who's not here to play. We're here to play. We're going to show up. We're going we're gonna to hit you in the face, and we're going to be here for 60 minutes. So I think that that's the approach that they should take as opposed to really dwelling back on last year because different group of guys, and I think it's a different motivation, and I think this team is on a way different path at this point in the season now than they were last year. Do you think that it, the coaching staff can get the players kind of almost making them feel disrespected when they show that, look, you guys are – basically supposed to lose by three touchdowns do you think that that's something that that the coaching staff could use as well oh that's the bit that's that's one that could always be used there's nothing that us admitted egotistical football players hate more than feeling slighted or disrespected so i think no matter who you're playing if there's some edge in that if you, if a coach can find a way like you said with this three touchdown spread if you can find a way to kind of plant it in your seat but hey these guys don't respect us they don't they they're not giving us a chance they're looking at it as an easy game oh and i found out this is their homecoming game oh Yes, I found that out at work, <laughs> that this is their homecoming game. So hopefully some of the guys will hear this and know that usually when you schedule the team for homecoming, you, you think you're going to win. So I, I say let's go up there and ruin their day. So, yeah. But to answer your question, is definitely motivation. I think that it's going to be the main point of motivation. Yeah, I did not know that either, that it's their homecoming. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. oof. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a level to it right there. Let me ask you this, and then we'll start to kind of get this one wrapped up, EJ. But Virginia Tech has another mobile quarterback, Josh Jackson. He is their third leading rusher here on the season. You have played against some mobile quarterbacks at your time, both at Carolina and in the pros even. As a defensive end, how do you defend against that quarterback that you know every single time is a threat to use his legs to pick up some yards? It has to be discipline from the defensive line. You have to stay in your lanes rushing. 
But what a lot, a lot of people may not know, and me and Mike kind of went over this in some of the videos that we did over the summer, the defensive tackles are responsible for pushing the pocket back, for compacting the pocket, getting in the quarterback's face. The defensive end's job is to, is to shrink it. It's to shrink in that pocket so you can just make it compact. If everyone stays in their job, it stays in their lane and does their job, it's, it's not as hard to rush a mobile quarterback as you think, man. When you, I mean, of course you got your guys like Lamar Jackson's and guys like that who are just unbelievable athletes who, no matter how you rush them, they still will find an angle on you. But that's the basic way. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay disciplined. And I think that we have guys that can do that, and we have guys that have pass rushing talent, and we have speed there. So I think that as long as we, we have to keep him inside of the pocket, and we have to make him prove that, that he can beat us with his arm. And I think that if we get after him, like I know we can, stay disciplined, stay in our rush lanes, be aware of the of the pocket collapsing and where he's going to try to escape from, I think we can contain him. Yeah, that's going to be key to me. I mean, the rest of the Virginia offense outside of Josh Jackson really doesn't scare me all that much. But, you know, I mean, Lane Stadium is just a tough place to play. The team is on that losing streak, so they're going to have to just find some mental fortitude. And like you said, just get angry. Feel that they've been disrespected and go up there and try to make a statement. I honestly think they will. Like, their backs are against the wall, and no matter – Lane Stadium has a certain type of energy. Yeah, everybody's in there rooting for Virginia Tech, but as a as a competitor, you ha- you feel that juice, and it's just an extra added electricity that's in your system for that game. And I, I think that works our advantage because we don't have we have nothing to lose, and there's nothing more dangerous than a team with nothing to lose. Yeah, well, I mean, Carolina had some magic back in 2009. Let's hope that they can pull something else out this Saturday and really just shock the college football world at this point. Shake up the world. Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.